Well, hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us again. Welcome if it's your first time. We explore some of the cobwebby corners of jazz recorded history, and today we're going to be listening to some sessions that featured the great Bud Freeman on tenor sax. He was born in Chicago in 1906 and started playing as a teenager with uh, the so-called Austin High Gang, uh, including Jimmy McPartland and uh, Frank Teschmacher and Davey Tuff and so on. They listened to the music of some of the great New Orleans black players who were active in Chicago at the time, and also the New Orleans Rhythm Kings, and they tried to copy them as best they could. And uh, they kept uh, playing into the mid to late 20s when they started recording under the name of the Austin High Gang and Mackenzie and Condon Chicagoans and other names as well. Uh, Freeman became uh, a fairly adept music reader, at least well enough to play in several big bands. He played in several bands in Chicago before he came to New York in the early 1930s. He played with Roger Wolf's Kahn's band. He played uh, a featured role in Ray Noble's band. Uh, Ray Noble and Al, uh, or Bill Hardy and Al Boley came from England and uh, formed a band at the Rainbow Terrace that featured a lot of American stars, including uh, Freeman in about 1934-35. He played with Joe Hames and recorded with him. Uh, he then went with uh, Tommy Dorsey's band and played with the big band as well as with the Clambake Seven and recorded quite a bit with them before going to Benny Goodman's band. And after that experience, he decided he didn't want any more big bands in his life, and he formed a group called the Summa Cum Laude Band, which we've done a podcast on uh, with uh, many of his Chicago comrades, including Eddie Condon and Pee Wee Russell. We're going to be listening to some sessions that he did uh, as a pinch hitter, I guess, in the middle 1930s. Uh, he was considered a hot player, a jazz player, uh, probably one of the best, if not the best, white tenor saxophone player uh, on the scene in New York at the time. Of course, tenor sax was dominated by Coleman Hawkins all through the 20s and the 30s, and some of his disciples like Chewberry and Ben Webster and others as well. Uh, and then Lester Young came about in about 1936-37 to give an alternate approach to tenor sax playing, but Bud Freeman and, to a lesser extent, I think Eddie Miller from New Orleans both had uh, a really different type of quality to their playing at the time. We're going to start out with a session that he did with a group called Gene Gifford and his orchestra. Gene Gifford was a guitar player and an arranger and composer who was known for his association with the Casaloma Band, Glenn Gray. He uh, wrote and arranged things like uh, black jazz, blue jazz, white jazz, Casaloma Stomp, things like that. He was the staff arranger for that band. Uh, here, he doesn't play, but he did do the arrangements on for this group, which features uh, a real who's who of uh, fine jazz players of the time. Bunny Berrigan is on trumpet. At the time, he was uh, about to join Benny Goodman's band. Maury Samuel is on trombone. Matty Matlock uh, on clarinet. He had been playing with uh, Ben Pollock's band, and at this point he was with the, the first version of the Bob Crosby band. Bud Freeman, again, on tenor sax. Claude Thornhill, friend of Freeman's, on piano. They had played together in Ray Noble's band. Dick McDonough on guitar. Pete Peterson on bass. And Ray Baduk, also of the Bob Crosby band, on drums. And as I said, the arrangements and compositions uh, were by Gene Gifford. We're also going to hear a couple of vocals by Wingy Manone, the trumpet player. We're going to hear uh, Wingy's trumpet playing and his band a little bit later. So we're going to start out with a tune called the Dizzy Glide. Um, these are all kind of interesting little jazz instrumentals with uh, cursory vocals, I guess you'd have to say, all composed in part or total by Gene Gifford. After Dizzy Glide, we're going to go to a slow blues called Square Face, which I think... Uh, commemorates the uh, the shape of a gin bottle, and uh, you can get that from the lyrics at any rate. Then we'll hear the New Orleans twist 
and end up that set, or session I should say, with Nothing But The Blues, featuring a good wingman on vocal. Now we're going to do one more tune for our that set. We're going to do uh, a funny tune called I'd Rather Lead a Band. And that's going to be by Bunny Berrigan and his boys. And in this case, Bunny Berrigan on trumpet, uh, Joe Marsala on clarinet. Actually, uh, I take it back, Joe Marsala is not on clarinet, but Freeman plays clarinet and tenor, and Forrest Crawford plays clarinet and tenor. Uh, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Joe Bushkin on piano, Dave Barber on guitar, Mort Stuhlmaker on bass, and Dave Tuff on drums, with vocal by Chick Bullock. This was recorded for Vocalion on February 24th of 1936. I don't think I mentioned the Gene Gifford uh, session was May 13th of 1935. So this Bunny Berrigan and his boys session had four tunes. We've already played two of them on a previous podcast that I called Unaccustomed As They Are, where we had uh, players who were known for performing on one instrument, soloing on a different one. And there were a couple of instances of a Bud Freeman clarinet solo on two of the tracks. But I believe he is the tenor player on these two tracks that we're going to hear. This one, I'd rather lead a band and delete out the next set, Let Yourself Go. Although, Forrest Crawford, I think, plays a bridge on one, and he plays, I think, the clarinet on the other. So we'll tell you about that when we get to it. So that's our set featuring Bud Freeman. First of all, Gene Gifford and his orchestra, The Dizzy Glide, Squareface, New Orleans Twist, and Nothing But the Blues, and Bunny Berrigan and his boys, I'd rather lead a band. Like a ship on the ocean, swims into motion, starts to sail right down that floor now. You turn that dizzy glide, swing like a top now. Don't ever stop now. Start to rock and roll some more somehow. You doing that dizzy glide, whirling around till the room gets hazy. Step it up, step it up. Going to town, you just can't be lazy when they play. Bet you'll say, swell think of patience. Talk of the nation If you want a new sensation Start doing that dizzy glide
devil, Jim. What you looking at me for? Ain't gonna leave me to sorrow and sin no more. No, sir, no more. Too many times you got under my skin. I'm through with you, old square face. Ain't gonna get me again. No, sir. Ain't gonna get me again. to begin? Well, just once more. Might as well bring those pink elephants in. Man, I'm feeling low, old square face. You know, you got me again. Yes, sir. You really got me that time.
I woke up this morning, I had to pawn my shoes. I woke up this morning, I had to pawn my shoes. You know it was nothing but them same old blues. Don't get better I'm gonna have to write a letter To my home My home If things don't get better I'm gonna have to write a letter home If I don't get no answer I'll have to carry on Have to carry on The owner of a large industry, I would say, No, not for me. I'd rather lead a band. If I could be a politician with a chance to dictate, I would say, No, let it wait. I'd rather lead a band. My every care ceases, I'm rich as old creases. When I got ten pieces in hand If I could have a millionaires with a whole flock of banks I would just whisper thanks I'd rather lead a band
So that was Bud Freeman playing with two different groups. We ended up with I'd Rather Lead a Band, Bunny Berrigan and His Boys with a vocal by Chick Bullock. Bunny Berrigan starring all through on trumpet. In fact, he's really the star of this whole set today, or the first set of this podcast. Uh, Joe Marsala was not on that, despite what the discography said. We had two tenor saxophones in there. Uh, I believe it was Bud Freeman at the beginning and at the end on that strange little coda section. And I think Forrest Crawford took the solo uh, in the middle of the trumpet chorus, just on the bridge there. Joe Bushkin was the pianist, Dave Barber on guitar, Mort, Mort Stillmaker on bass, Dave Tuff on drums. And that was uh, done for Vocalion in New York on February 24th of 1936. We're going to start at the next set with uh, what was the flip side of that record, Let Yourself Go, Irving Berlin tune. And uh, uh, we'll talk more about that when we get to the end of that set. We started out with four tunes by Gene Gifford and his orchestra recorded for Victor on May 13th of 1935. It's a two, three months before the beginning of the swing era and Benny Goodman's triumph on, out in the West Coast. We heard, again, superb Bunny Berrigan trumpet playing in there, Maurice Samuel doing some good trombone playing. He wasn't a well-known musician, played for Artie Shaw's big band and some other groups. Matty Matlock on clarinet, particularly good on the second tune, Square Face. Bud Freeman on tenor sax all the way through, Claude Thornhill on piano, Dick McDonough on guitar, Pete Peterson on bass, and Ray Baduke on drums, with all the arrangements and the tunes by Gene Gifford. We also heard a couple of vocal by Wingy Minone. We started out with the Dizzy Glide uh, that had a Wingy Minone vocal on it. Then Square Face, that slow bluesy tune. Not much Freeman on that one, but as I said, particularly good uh, Matty Matlock and uh, Bunny Berrigan as well. Then the New Orleans Twist, uh, which um, was the only straight instrumental, no vocal on that one, and then finished up that set with the Dizzy Glide, another vocal by Wingy Minone. And then we went on to I'd Rather Lead a Band. So, as I said, on to the next uh, side, the other side of I'd Rather Lead a Band, Let Yourself Go, another uh, tune from that uh, Bunny Berrigan session. Then we're going to hear a couple of tunes by uh, the Wingy Minone Orchestra. Actually, we're going to hear four tunes from two different sets. The first two tunes come from a very odd session that he did in New York uh, on uh, August 15th of 1934. And in fact, the two tunes we're going to hear were unreleased. Uh, Wingy Minone and his orchestra, in this case featuring Wingy Minone on trumpet. Dickie Wells, a great African-American uh, trombone player who at the time was uh, had been with Fletcher Henderson's band briefly and was with several other groups, including Louis Russell's. Artie Shaw, before his band-leading career began on clarinet, Bud Freeman on tenor. Teddy Wilson, who was just beginning his association with Benny Goodman on piano. Frank Victor on guitar, John Kirby on bass, and Kaiser Marshall on drums. A very mixed recording group there. Wingy Minone had uh, interesting taste and personnel. I assume he had uh, decision-making powers on who, who played in the band with him on these recording sessions. We did a podcast, actually a radio show a while back, of uh, the Wingy Minone Orchestra in 1938 and 39, recording with Chewberry, Cozy Cole, and Buster Bailey, among others. So those two tunes we're going to hear, Easy Like and In the Slot, who have good Bud Freeman solos and good piano by Teddy Wilson. The other two tunes from that session, uh, which were released, or had limited release, we put on a podcast a long time ago of Jelly Roll Morton, because Jelly Roll Morton replaced Teddy Wilson on piano. Uh, really changing the sound of the band, as you can imagine. And those two tunes are on the Jelly Roll Morton, the Sideman podcast from some time ago. 
So after that, we're going to hear two tunes by Wingy Manone and his orchestra, uh, jumping up to July 5th of 1935. And these were done for Vocalion. And again, we've done several podcasts on various Wingy Manone groups, all worth listening to. These two tunes feature Bud Freeman in his only appearance uh, with this regular band that uh, Manone had, which was largely drawn from the Ben Pollock, uh, soon-to-be Bob Crosby band. And we will hear Matty Matlock on clarinet, Gil Bowers on piano, Common Mastron on guitar, who was with Tommy Dorsey, Sid Weiss on bass, and Ray Baduke on drums. The two tunes we're going to hear are Let's Swing It and Rhythm Is Our Business. And Rhythm Is Our Business, in particular, is an absolute steamer of a tune. This was a, 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 a relentless jazz tune. There is a vocal, but uh, has two full choruses by Freeman and two full choruses by uh, Gil Bowers on piano, who was not featured very often. So very good performance there. So those are our tunes for this set. Bunny Berrigan and his boys, Let Yourself Go, Wingy Manone and his orchestra, Easy Like, In the Slot, Let's Swing It, and Rhythm is Our Business, all featuring Bud Freeman.
it down, keep your fingers snapping. Oh, swing it, baby, anything can happen. Yes, it started in Harlem, then in a place. It traveled from Harlem, now Park Avenue has taken that cue. They got it, calling out a number. Oh, swing it down, it's newer than a rumber, baby. They do it in London. They'll do it in France This hot and smoky Okie-dokie dance Oh, swing it down, boy Yeah, you really got it Swing it, that's what we played Yeah, man Oh, that's good, it's fine
too many hotter records made in the 1930s than that one. That was Wingy Minone and his orchestra, featuring Bud Freeman on tenor sax, Matty Matlock on clarinet, Gil Bauer is on piano, Wingy, of course, on trumpet, um, Ray Baduke driving it on drums right there, uh, Sid Weiss on bass, Carmen Mastron on guitar. And that was Rhythm is Our Business from July 5th of 1935. And... Uh, Terrific performance from Vocalion. We preceded that with uh, another from that session, uh, actually the flip side, Let's Swing It, another vocal by Wingy Manone, and some good clarinet and tenor sax on that as well. Before that, we heard the two tunes by the earlier version of the Wingy Manone Recording Orchestra from August 15th of 1934, just about a year, or 13 months, I guess, earlier, featuring... Uh, Dickie Wells on trombone, Artie Shaw on clarinet, Bud Freeman on tenor, Teddy Wilson on these sides on piano, Frank Victor on guitar, John Kirby on bass, and Kaiser Marshall on drums. And we heard Easy Like and In the Slot. Uh, neither had a vocal, which was interesting. Um, the other two uh, that I mentioned that have Jelly Roll Morton playing also have no vocal, although Wingy Manone comments on one of them, but you can go look up the other podcast, Jelly Roll Morton the Sideman, for that and take a listen to that one. We started out with that one tune, Let Yourself Go, uh, Irving Berlin song done by Bunny Berrigan and his boys on February 24th of 1936. Uh, Chick Bullock took the vocal on that one. Uh, Chick Bullock had a concurrent series of recordings, some of which featured Berrigan, uh, and uh, we might be delving into those at some point as well. Those were for Vocalion uh, and featured, as I said, Bud Freeman on tenor sax. Forrest Crawford was on the other tenor, but I think it was Bud all the way through there, although it is a little hard to tell. Forrest Crawford was not a well-known player, didn't last on the scene very long, but uh, he played a very interesting tenor style, and he recorded with um, Berrigan a couple of times, and he had a similar approach to Bud Freeman. Joe Bushkin on piano, Dave Barber on guitar, Mort Stoolmaker on bass, and Dave Tuff on drums, all featuring Bunny Berrigan. So we're going to go on now and listen to Six Sides by the Eddie Condon Orchestra. This is the pre-Commodore Eddie Condon Orchestra. Of course, Bud Freeman had recorded with Condon in the 1920s in Chicago before he left to go on various tours. Uh, but uh, And then, of course, he became known as one of the Condon mobs starting in the... the uh, Commodore Records uh, era, starting in 1938, and then founding his own band, that Summa Cum Laude band, which also featured Eddie Condon. Uh, he joined the army and led a band in the Aleutian Islands uh, for a few years. That's why he never appeared on any of the Eddie Condon uh, broadcasts or town hall concert uh, recordings from that period. Uh, and then when he came back to the United States, he played more with Eddie Condon, started doing more swing stuff, and then kind of threw in the towel for a little while and went back to studying. He apparently studied a little bit with the avant-garde piano player Lenny Tristano, but uh, Bud Freeman never was satisfied with his own playing and always attempted to get better. And later on, he played more swing-style music, played with the world's greatest jazz band in the late 60s, and lived uh, into the 1990s. He was uh, had, a, had a very long life returning to Chicago where he was born to pass away uh, in about 1990. Actually, about 1991, I believe. Well, the recordings we're going to hear now, Eddie Condon and his orchestra, were done for the Brunswick label in 1933. There was one session of four tunes done on October 21st, and then two of those were remade on November 17th. Not exactly sure why, but good to have the other takes. The personnel was identical, with one exception. Uh, on the October 21st uh, session, we're going to hear Max Kaminsky, another Condon associate on trumpet, Floyd O'Brien, who had been a, a Chicago native on trombone. He was playing with Gene Krupa 
Greensboro was to play with Gene Krupa a little bit later. Pee Wee Russell on clarinet, Bud Freeman on tenor. Alex Hill, the African-American piano player and arranger, uh, is part of this equation as well. He did the arrangements on these tunes and also uh, composed Tennessee Twilight uh, as well. Eddie Condon, of course, on, uh, it says banjo, but I think it's guitar. Artie Bernstein on bass and Sid Catlett on drums. That's for the October session, and we're going to hear from that session The Eel, a Bud Freeman tune, kind of sinuous, uh, describing his improvisational style. Then uh, an Alex Hill tune called Tennessee Twilight, a very atmospheric sound. Then Madam Dynamite. Actually, we're going to actually then go to Home Cooking, a slow blues, followed by Madam Dynamite. And those are the four tunes from October 21st. Then up to November 17th, and Joe Sullivan will be playing piano, another uh, Chicago native replacing Alex Hill. We're going to hear another version of Home Cooking and another version of The Eel. So those are our six tunes, all by the Eddie Condon Orchestra, all featuring um, Bud Freeman. The Eel, Tennessee Twilight, Home Cooking, Madam Dynamite, then another version of Home Cooking and another version of The Eel. <laughs> Thank you. 
Eddie Condon and his orchestra, a pickup group of like-minded individuals, many of whom had been associated with the Chicago style of jazz playing from October 21st of 1933. We heard The Eel, Tennessee Twilight, Home Cookin', and Madame Dynamite. Max Kaminsky on trumpet, Floyd O'Brien on trombone. He was uh, sort of disappeared from the jazz scene after a while, Floyd O'Brien did, but he was a fine blues trombone player. Pee Wee Russell, of course, was his own man forever and after on clarinet, Bud Freeman on tenor, Alex Hill on piano, and did the arrangements, Eddie Condon on guitar, Artie Bernstein on bass, and Sid Catlett on drums. And those were done for Brunswick in New York. And for whatever reason, two sides were remade about a month later, November 17th of 1933, and released on Brunswick. Home Cookin' and The Eel, and Joe Sullivan replaced Alex Hill. Uh, the first version of Home Cookin', I was wondering if it may have gotten switched with the second, because there was a very flashy piano break towards the end of the piano solo, and we don't usually think of Alex Hill as a flashy piano player. Um, Joe Sullivan certainly more so, but uh, it, they were two very different versions regardless. I don't know why they remade those. The first two versions uh, of The Eel and uh, Home Cooking were both excellent. I think the first version of The Eel was superior, maybe a little messier, but certainly a lot more spirit. So you've been listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us. We've been listening to the music of Bud Freeman, uh, guesting with a number of recording bands, Bunny Berrigan, Gene Gifford, Wingy Manone, uh, Eddie Condon, all kinds of different players, black and white players, in the 1930s. And... Uh, Fun, fun, fun to do that once in a while. He made many other sessions with many other groups, and we've hit m many of uh, those other appearances that Bud Freeman made as a sideman uh, on other podcasts and shows. And at some point, I'm going to do a show on Bud Freeman with the big bands, uh, with Bunny, uh, rather with uh, Benny Goodman and Tommy Dorsey, Joe Hames, and Ray Noble, and that would be an interesting program right there. So thank you again. If you'd like to support us, please do so. We'd love to have some more members of the family. Uh, hit that little browser button wherever you see it. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with me and suggest some future programs or whatever, you can check out my social media, which is my band name, Wolverine Jazz Band. The Wolverine Jazz Band on Facebook and Instagram, and the Wolverine ja uh, rather WolverineJazzBand.net. So take a look get in touch with us and let us know how we're doing here. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on the other side.